0: The community podcast where Savannah and Adamsville, Tennessee meets northern Indiana and southwestern lower Michigan. Welcome to Roaring Light. Combining news and weather from News Source 1 Michiana with great independent Christian music from Roaring Light Radio. Get ready. News and weather is next.
1: This is the latest news headlines in 60 seconds with Alan Edwards. The Republican-led House voted after a debate Thursday to oust Democratic Rep. Omar from the chamber's Foreign Affairs Committee, citing her anti-Israel comments. The Federal Reserve extended its fight against high inflation Wednesday by raising its key interest rate, a quarter point, its eighth hike since last March. President Joe Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy met face-to-face Wednesday for more than an hour of highly anticipated budget talks. A good first meeting, the new Republican leader said, but expectations were low for quick progress as GOP lawmakers pushed for steep cuts in a deal to prevent a national debt limit crisis. Russia is mustering its military might at the Luhansk region of Ukraine, officials said, in what Kiev suspects is preparation for an offensive. That's the latest headlines in 60 seconds. I'm Alan Edwards.
2: Thanks for joining me today on Mission Network News. I'm Ruth Kramer. A new infographic from the Islamic State shows a hot spot of terrorist activity. Then stick around to hear a refugee story from Greece. Both of these stories are calls to action. We'll tell you why in just a moment. First, the Islamic State released an infographic this week highlighting activity around the world. Africa rose to the top with the deadliest and most frequent attacks. When ISIS took over parts of Iraq and Syria, jihad led to Christian persecution, and it's no different in Africa. Todd Nettleton with the Voice of the Martyrs USA says, We've just released the new Global Prayer Guide for 2023, and this year there are four new countries. They all are on the continent of Africa. In three of those countries, it really is a direct reflection of the rise of radical Islam. In fact, you can almost draw a line across the continent of Africa where you see that radical Islamic influence reaching. And it seems like every year that line is a little farther south. In one of the new additions, the Democratic Republic of Congo, VOM supports children of two local missionaries who were killed for their faith. Persecution and rebel conflict in DRC have created the largest displaced population on the African continent and one of the largest worldwide. We can't stop the terrorists or protect the Christians from harm, but we know the one who can. Pray for our brothers and sisters in Africa who are facing Islamist terrorism. Pray that God will protect them, provide for them, and meet their needs. Meanwhile, Asian Access, or A2, is expanding ministry beyond Asia into some of the most dangerous parts of the world. And with it comes a name change. Instead of Asian Access, the ministry will now be known as A3. For over half a century, A3 has fueled gospel movements in Asia through small Christian leadership training groups. Now, leaders are calling for this important work in the Middle East and North Africa. Joe Handley, president of A3, says,
3: Our work in North Africa today is immense. We heard one story of an imam who had made a transition to following Christ, and coming alongside of people like that is just profound. And so we covet everyone's prayers and we appreciate everyone's support as we lean into this third new dimension of who we are with A3.
2: They also used to focus on training pastors, but now A3 trains Christian leaders in the marketplace and government, too.
4: Beginning of last year, we started working with some government leaders in a South Asian country, which is really exciting because that country has been moving in a
3: anti-Christian direction and therefore equipping government leaders to be lightening life in their society is important.
2: Learn more about A3 at missionnews.org. And aid workers supported by Christian Aid Mission are sharing the hope of Christ with refugees in Greece. We get more from m Kitty ns Hearth. You never know how God
5: will use a simple act of kindness. Workers often provide free legal help to refugees, along with humanitarian aid. They helped Fatima, a mother of four, replace all the documents her family lost when fleeing for their lives. Afterward, Fatima kept coming back to see the aid workers, but she gave no reason for doing so. As their friendship grew, Fatima began trusting these believers, and she started to open up. She got married at 14, and her husband physically and verbally abused her. When Fatima couldn't take it anymore, she divorced him. Then, turmoil started in her country, and she fled with her children to Greece. The ex-husband followed. Fatima recently began living with her ex again for the sake of their kids. She only feels peace when she comes to visit the aid workers. Although she's a hardcore Muslim, this refugee mom was open to the Christian workers praying for her and with her. The believers share God's word with Fatima each time she comes, and she's starting to read the Bible. Pray Christ will reveal himself so clearly to Fatima that she won't be able to deny him. Learn how you can help refugees like Fatima at our website, Katie Hearth, Mission Network News.
6: detailed weekend forecast for savannah tennessee friday sunny with a high near 40 north wind 5 to 10 miles per hour friday night clear with a low around 21 north wind around 5 miles per hour becoming calm in the evening saturday increasing clouds with a high near 51 south wind 5 to 10 miles per hour saturday night mostly cloudy with a low around 37 south wind 5 to 15 miles per hour Sunday mostly sunny, with a high near 58. West-southwest wind 10 to 15 miles per hour. Sunday night partly cloudy, with a low around 38. Southwest wind around 5 mph, becoming south-southeast after midnight. Monday mostly sunny, with a high near 63. South wind 5 to 10 miles per hour. Now for Michiana weekend weather. Detailed Forecast Friday a chance of snow before 8 a.m., then a chance of snow showers, mainly between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. Cloudy and cold, with a high near 16. Northwest wind 10 to 15 mph, with gusts as high as 20 mph. Chance of precipitation is 50%. Friday night a 10% chance of snow showers before 7 p.m. Mostly cloudy, with a low around 7. West wind 5 to 10 mph becoming south after midnight. Saturday sunny with a high near 34. South wind 15 to 20 miles per hour with gusts as high as 35 miles per hour. Saturday night mostly cloudy with a low around 31. Breezy with a southwest wind 20 to 25 miles per hour with gusts as high as 35 miles per hour. Sunday mostly cloudy with a high near 39. Southwest wind 15 to 20 miles per hour with gusts as high as 30 miles per hour. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, with a low around 26. Monday, partly sunny, with a high near 44. Now for Lisa Marie Nicole from 1620 AM Savannah to get some music going.
5: Thank you for tuning in. You are listening to Roaring Light Radio, 1620 AM Savannah, Tennessee. Don't forget to follow our Facebook page also at Roaring Light Radio and listen to our morning podcast, Roaring Light. Be the light of the world. Matthew 5.16 says, Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. Keep spreading the love of God to everyone, regardless of who they are and where they're from. My new song, Pass It On, is just about that. Listen to it on this station and all other indie artists right here on 1620 AM Roaring Light Radio. Have a blessed day.
7: Just be in love with all your heart
8: with all your heart Somehow I'm back here again In the place where I need a hand Or just to sit quiet while you speak I wonder when I will be free of All the things to pull at me and Make me wonder if I'm unique It's not easy for me to let go It's not easy but you take me and you Show I'm your child Make it easier to believe but Somehow
9: With your hands you made the heavens and the universe By your hands you formed our very bodies from the earth Then your hands surrendered wise and opened on a cross With your hands you reconciled all that we had lost the heart By your blood you paid a price that I could never meet By your blood you said the debt was finished and complete Blood that reconciles us for all eternity You have washed away your love, our guilt and set us free The highest praise I reserve just.
10: Prayer of our world. Let's pray for our world today. Jesus, come into the lives of everyone who's listening in. Be with us today as we just pray for the world. Pray for the seven continents that you will bless everybody around us. We pray for the ones who just need you right now. We pray for our children. We pray for all adults. We pray for the people who are going through mental illnesses of all kinds they're overlooked a lot we know that you are there walking beside them you're walking beside us through the crazy that chaos that's happening this world needs you more than ever help us know that you are there through every battle that we're facing we pray that you continue to bless this world as everyday people are just taken lives for no reason. We pray for the ones who are in need a house to stay. We pray for the ones who are living in poverty. We pray for the ones who are among the rich, that they would some, somehow in their heart be able to give back to the community. We pray for the middle class. We pray for the low working class. We just pray for everybody. We pray that you walk beside us in this world and love and prayer and unity. We pray that there will be peace among nations, peace among states and people as they just go about their day. Lord, come into our lives right now. Bless this world as we're all struggling in something. We pray for the world wars that are going on Currently, we need Sydney, pray for Ukraine and Russia as they somehow find a balance. We pray for the ones who are serving the country, wherever they're at, that you be protect them and protect their families. We just pray that you provide a way for everyone to know you, every walk of life. We know that we need you more than ever. Sometimes we forget who you are. We pray for the battle which belongs to you. This battle belongs to you. Sometimes we forget who you are. Help them, this world, to know that you are there with they are walk of the way. On today, we bless this world. We pray for this world. On today, you know the needs of everyone around us. Give us the strength. Give us the courage to walk beside you. Give us the strength and the courage to reach out to our brother and sister in Christ, perhaps our own village or another world, and pray for them. Give us the strength to make sure that everyone is well taken care of. We pray for our safety of everyone as they travel to and from where they're going. We just pray for our world, all seven continents, all the countries and cities and towns, and everybody, everywhere needs prayer. We know that you're there listening. You're there through every step of the way. We look up this world as the whole world is in your hands. Give us the strength to meet you where we need you the most. On uh, today, we pray for our children. We pray for the world. We pray for anybody suffering of any type of illness. People in hospitals, EMTs, people that serve and protect. We pray that they make choices, the good choices, that they don't be another statistic or another individual world that people are looking down on on today lord we lift up this world in prayer we lift up this world in prayer and unity give us all the strength to live for you on today in these names i pray amen calling all young entrepreneurs especially the kids you can attend the north webster community center is looking for young entrepreneurs They will be having a kids' business fair, and this will take place on March 18th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. You can bring your products, services, and talent, and the website for that is www.nwcommunitycenter.org. You can give them a call at 574-834-1600, extension 222. The registration deadline is March 3rd. Registration will be $10 per person. Registration can include a 10 by 10, one 8 inch table, and two chairs. One booth space per business. The cash prizes will be the highest business potential, will be the second division, the most best presentation. A thirty-fifth grade division and the most original idea, a sixth grade, eighth grade division. This is Kazi Osco's county's largest kids business fair that has been running strong for many years, designed to give kids the opportunity to learn about owning and operating their own business and selling a product or service. Kiddles are encouraged to come up with an idea, make it themselves, a provide a service, and earn money. Parents are encouraged to be lesson givers, supportive helpers, and silent partners. We encourage the entry fee to be earned through the child's business or borrowed from an investor, with the exception that this will be repaid in a timely manner. Parents of younger children may sit in their space, but the children are responsible for the setup, sales, and interacting with the customers. Each young entrepreneur will receive a t shirt if registered before March 3rd. You can visit their website. Once again, it is www.nwcommunitycenter.org. Or you can call their office at 574-834-1600, extension 222. Take care and have a wonderful day.
11: Alone with Mr. Doubt and Pain And I've been living a lifetime searching Within the pouring rain Hello Mr. Hopeless We meet again Then in the depths of
12: All the time You know my Been There from the start Keeps me thinking about you all the time Don't know how you keep it burning Guess I'm still learning But there's this thing about you I can't quite define You're in my head
3: City Church and we're concluding our first week of Happy and Whole in Him. On Monday we saw Jesus reveal his heart to be gentle and lowly, the most accessible and understanding heart in the universe. Tuesday and Wednesday we discovered Jesus was not only the holiest but the happiest human in history. And he came not just to comfort the broken but he came that we too might be happy. And yesterday we discovered something amazing that We can bring happiness and comfort to Jesus simply by coming to him with our needs. This is such good news. We are greatly loved and we can know genuine happiness. And it begs today's question, how can we then bring that same joy to our broken community? How can we impact folks suffering from the 2020 plague of negativity? I want us to listen to Mark 3, 13-15. It says, Jesus went up on a mountainside and called to him those he wanted, and they came to him. He appointed twelve that they might be with him, and that he might send them out to preach, and to have authority to drive out demons. Now what grabs our attention in these verses is Jesus empowering the twelve to preach, to drive out demons. They can impact their world big time, right? But notice power doesn't come first. Jesus appointed twelve first that they might be with him. In fact, that is pretty much all they do for the first 3 years during Jesus' ministry, all they do is spend time with Jesus. You see, proximity to Jesus precedes power. When Jesus calls you to be his, it is a call to be with him first. Jesus' call is not primarily and in the first place a call to work for him, but to be with him. It's a call to relationship. To be with him first and afterwards to labor for him. If we get that order backward, we will find we lack joy in our work. We'll lack spiritual vitality, not to mention power. Being with him privately is necessary if we want to minister effectively publicly. But Pastor Joel, that was then, and this is now. Jesus is not going to be walking down Main Street or sitting in the coffee shop. How can I be with Jesus? Jesus. My friend, Jesus is closer to you now than when he was with his disciples 2,000 years ago, and he is at work revealing himself at whatever rate you can take in his heart. You simply have to believe he exists and that he rewards those who diligently seek him. And this Bible devotion is a good start today. By listening, you're saying, I trust there exists a heart out there bigger than I can imagine." And I can discover that heart through hearing God's word and meditating on it. And actually, you can in a better way than ever because Jesus was raised from the dead. That's actually what a few fellows found out on the third day after Jesus' death in Luke 24. They were sad, they were sorrowful because Jesus was gone. And then Jesus comes walking up beside them, but they don't recognize him. And so he starts giving them a Bible study telling them all about himself from the scriptures. And their hearts start burning on the way, and suddenly their eyes are open, and they know that he has been with them. And we now see how we can be with Jesus today by being in his word that brings him near to us. John Stott says, The Bible will give Christ to you in an intimacy so close that he would be less visible to you if he stood before your eyes. So rejoice that Jesus is as near as his word is. And spend time in his word. And pray that it will open the eyes of your heart to his nearness. And I promise, because God does, he will reward you for doing so. And the more you enjoy sweet communion with Jesus, the more joy you will bring to your neighbors. And the more you'll impact our community for the better. So, remember who you are and who you belong to and spend time with your Savior. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for coming to be with us and for wanting us to be one with you, even as you and your Father are one. Forgive us for all the times we have neglected to be with you. We've been snacking on other things instead of filling ourselves up with you. Give us new diligence, we pray, to seek you in your word and open the eyes of our hearts that we may behold wonderful things. Amen. Have a good weekend.
13: The rest of the story. One likes to think of a team as needing all of its members to succeed, and yet inevitably certain team members will stand out, and some do become indispensable. In 1970, the Boston Bruins' pro hockey team was counting on Phil Esposito. He was an outstanding, sometimes astounding hockey player. The season prior, he had scored 126 points, shattering the old National Hockey League record for goals netted in one season by 29. In fact, Phil Esposito was one of the two players responsible for the Bruins' swift rise in the NHL between 1967 and 1970. Sports columns admiringly referred to him as the hard driving forward. Phil Esposito, quick, hard shooting, they said. And when he was up, none was quicker, none shot harder. But late in the 1970 season, something went wrong. Phil was in a scoring slump, standing uncomfortably in the shadow of his accomplishments the year previous. At times like that, an athlete can't help but wonder, is it over? Has he already done the best that he will ever be able to do? And at times like that, a fellow needs a friend. Phil's best friend was then, and still is, a colleague, another hockey player named Tony. Late one evening, Phil's phone rang, and it was Tony calling to chat. Predictably, the conversation drifted to Phil's late-season scoring trouble. And he said, what am I doing wrong? Phil asked friend Tony, what am I doing wrong? Tony believed that he knew what Phil was doing wrong. Tony frequently watched Phil and the Bruins play in televised games, and lately it had seemed that Phil was not handling the puck enough. He was not shooting often enough. Tony related this to Phil, and suddenly a light went on. Tony's observation made perfect sense. Phil had so dazzled himself with his own past achievements that his performance on the ice was becoming tentative. So Phil made up his mind. After that phone call, he would follow Tony's advice. He would handle the puck more. He would shoot more. And just in time for the Stanley Cup playoffs, Phil did. That season, it was the Bruins versus the formidable Chicago Blackhawks. First game of the season, the Bruins won 6-3, to and three of those winning goals were scored by Phil Esposito. In fact, the Bruins won the Stanley Cup, and they won in four straight games. Phil had indeed recovered from his worrisome scoring slump, all because of a phone call. You know to whom the initial credit belongs, Phil's best friend, Tony. Tony Esposito, Phil's younger brother. Now, wait a minute. Tony, incidentally, was NHL Rookie of the Year his first season. He quickly went on to become a shutout, record-holding goalie for the Chicago Blackhawks. That's right. What I'm saying is that Tony Esposito was a goalie for the Hawks during those Stanley Cup games with the Boston Bruins. He, Tony, was defending his Chicago goal the very best that he could, but he lost because he had already told his brother Phil on the opposing team how to win again. And now you know the rest of the story.
11: The Public
14: News Service Doing Newscast for March the 3rd, 2023. I'm Mike Clifford. Ohio's teachers are applauding the governor's recently announced plan to overhaul the state's reading curriculum for elementary schoolers and to boost resources for districts.
15: In his State of the State this week, Ohio Governor Mike DeWine also said he's directing resources to improve child well-being and mental health. Scott Dimaro says he supports a plan that helps kids succeed. But he also hopes the state legislature will take a hard look at some of the education policies teachers believe are detrimental. And at the very top of that list is repealing a provision currently in law that requires that students be retained if they don't pass a single test on a single day when it comes to the third grade uh, reading test. The governor's plan provides funding to public STEM and charter schools to pay for curriculum based on the science of reading and for professional development for teachers who need it. Slightly more than one-third of all Ohio students are reading proficiently at their grade level, according to data from the Ohio Research Education Center. Nadia Ramlagan reporting.
14: Ninety percent of Ohio students attend public schools. And tribal leaders from eight federally recognized tribes in Utah gathered at a news conference at the state capitol and called on the state lawmakers to pass HB 40. That's Utah's version of the Indian
4: Child Welfare Act. Advocates say the bill would implement provisions to protect Native American children from unnecessary removal from their families and tribes. Eugenia Charles-Newton with the Navajo Nation Council says recent research has shown that systematic bias within the child welfare system means Native families are four times more likely to have their children removed and placed into foster care compared to their counterparts. She says she hopes state lawmakers value family unity when looking at the bill.
16: Although progress has been made as a result of IPWA, out-of-home
5: placement still occurs more frequent for Native American children than it does for the general population.
4: Charles Newton says despite advancements, protections are still needed. Supporters of the bill say its protections are warranted as the federally recognized Indian Child Welfare Act faces a Supreme Court challenge. Opponents of the law say it is wrongly based on race and prevents the state from considering a child's best interest. I'm Alex Gonzalez reporting.
14: Now from the New York Times, a bitterly divided House Thursday ousted Representative Ilan Omar of Minnesota from the Foreign Affairs Committee over past comments about Israel that were widely condemned as anti-Semitic. The vote was 218 to 211 along party lines with one member voting present. This is Public News Service. The next time you order a beer, it might contain
15: a climate change fighting ingredient. This grain is a perennial crop, which requires less tilling and fertilizer because it grows back year after year. The University of Minnesota says Kernza has deep roots and excels at soaking up nitrates in the soil. But those long roots also present challenges, as Kernza yields only about 20% compared to wheat. Mitch Hunter of the U of M's Forever Green Initiative says that makes it hard to rely on it to feed the planet but adds that doesn't mean they should give up.
4: We really need to bake conservation right into our cropping system. Conservation should not be an add-on to the way that we grow food. It ought to be essential.
15: To help bridge the gap, his team is working on techniques like continuous living cover. This involves using diversified crops, including new perennials, to ensure there's always something living in the soil, making it less vulnerable to erosion. I'm Mike Moen.
14: This story produced in collaboration with Great Lakes Echo Solutions Journalism Network, And students who are also parents face more challenges getting through college, but support for these students is getting an upgrade at Bowie State University.
4: Bowie State is one of eight historically black or tribal colleges and universities to receive grant funding from the Aspen Institute to help improve outcomes for student parents. Research suggests that 22% of college students are also raising kids. College gets more complex as these parents maintain access to child care and make time for school, studying, and often work. Bowie State psychology professor Erica Hernandez says navigating these complexities can create obstacles to finishing their degree.
16: Student parents are at risk to have lower graduation rates than their non-parenting peers. Even though their GPA is the same or higher than students without children, it's just a matter of completing educational goals.
4: Brett Pivotow reporting.
16: Finally,
14: our Catherine Carley lets us know a recent study finds that when young people follow body positive or appearance-neutral accounts online, their own confidence and body image
6: improves. While social media influencers are often criticized for their unattainable, filtered images, a growing number of social media stars are helping young people develop judgment-free relationships with their own body and alleviate the shame associated with being big. Writer and therapist Gabes Torres says the movement taps into people's most intimate desire to be loved and be seen.
17: Even though... I look like a certain way that doesn't match the beauty ideal that's been prevalently shown in media, in movies, etc. This movement says that I belong as I am.
6: A recent study found that people who viewed as few as one body positive post a day for two weeks showed decreased body dissatisfaction.
14: This story produced with original reporting from Gabe's Torres for Yes! Magazine. And this is by Clifford for Public News Service. Member and listener supported. Here are some interesting radio stations, your favorite podcast platform. Form. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.
15: A Christian-owned cafe in Florida is helping people fight food addictions with healthy alternatives. This is Truth Itself. Mia and Robbie Graham have cultivated a space where their community and tourists can be fed spiritually and savor a nutritious meal. Revelations Cafe in Lutz, Florida features a plant-based menu designed to heal the body. Mia told the Christian Post, we've looked at alcoholism, drug addiction, pornography, gambling, and all those sins in a way different from how we look at food addiction because food addiction is something you can easily hide. Obesity goes hand in hand with many chronic diseases, and the Grams want to help as many people as possible get healthy and lead lives enriched by the healing properties of nutritional foods. However, like Robbie, some people can look healthy on the outside while other dangers lurk on the inside. At 57, Robbie suffered a heart attack due to a blocked artery and plaque buildup in multiple blood vessels. Exceptionally fit, Robbie had no idea he had heart disease. He reluctantly embraced a plant-based diet and saw firsthand how his new eating habits improved his cholesterol numbers, lowered his blood pressure, and reversed heart disease. Revelations Cafe has become so popular that some local physicians began prescribing meal plans from the restaurant to their patients instead of pharmaceutical drugs. Mia and Robbie make all the meals themselves, and the restaurant features a prayer wall and booth in the back of the cafe where Robbie prays with customers. Timothy Kroll from the Helios Projects says, We have a solid plan in 2023 to train untrained pastors around the world who have absolutely no Bible or theology training due to the fact they can't afford it. He's preparing to take training to pastors in need in Ecuador and Peru this month and in March. Please pray for these trips. At trainapastor.com, $150 trains three pastors. That's trainapastor.com. You can see these stories and more on our website, truthitself.com. Truth Itself, news that impacts your faith, family, and country.
16: For the Daily Yonder and Public News Service, this is the news from rural America. What's causing the skyrocketing price of eggs? Avian flu, inflation, or supply chain problems typically get the blame. But not so fast, says a nonprofit advocacy group, Farm Action. Diving into Department of Agriculture data, they found no significant drop in supply. Here's Farm
6: Action's D Laninga. We saw nothing that justified these price hikes. They are up 138% since last year. That's more than double. Meanwhile, companies that haven't reported a single case of avian flu are raking in record profits.
16: Cal Maine Foods dominates the U.S. egg supply, and their profits increased tenfold last year. Watchdogs say lack of competition is the real culprit. Farm Action Sarah Cardin argues a truly competitive market would have multiple firms challenging each other on price
4: points. But instead what we see is all of them raising their prices, which just leads to this conclusion of collusion.
16: Farm Action has asked the Federal Trade Commission to investigate. Maternal mortality is more than two-thirds higher in rural than urban America, according to the CDC, made worse by the closure of birthing facilities in over 100 rural hospitals just since 2010. Xander Brown looks at the situation in North Carolina. Pregnancy can be life-changing or life-ending, depending on where you live. Over 20% of counties in North Carolina are classified as maternal care deserts by the March of Dimes, meaning would-be parents have no access to birth centers, OB-GYNs, or certified nurse midwives, and the Tar Heel State's maternal mortality is 16% higher than the national rate. We're working on trying to
5: increase the number of access points for prenatal care and to kind of bolster the official determinants of health that'll help people get that care.
16: Dr. Suzanne Dixon, OBGYN with Mountain Area Health Education Center, spoke with Carolina Public Press. She says maternal health crisis creates a gap in prenatal as well as postpartum care, access to contraception, and other preventative care.
5: If you talk to providers of maternal care all over the country, we are seeing an increase in outcomes that are less desirable, like higher rates of hemorrhage and hypertensive crises.
16: I'm Xander Brown. Nine tribal schools will get funding to reimagine and transform their outdoor spaces into community gathering areas. Danielle Denk with the Trust for Public Land says a partnership with the Interior Department's Bureau of Indian Education is supporting the effort.
4: We're really excited to work with local artists so that the outdoors can become a canvas in a way that also delivers recreation.
16: Dank envisions playgrounds under shady tree canopies becoming civic destinations that draw people to celebrate nature, culture, and community. For the Daily Yonder and Public News Service, I'm Roz Brown. For more rural stories,
0: visit dailyyonder.com. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks looking in more detail today at the historic floods that have affected the New Zealand city of Auckland. A state of emergency was declared there earlier this week as the country's largest city braced for more bad weather. A a once-in-a-century series of events, according to meteorologists, the flooding has seriously challenged Auckland's emergency services and its local government. Kim Baker-Wilson is a reporter for TVNZ. Almost 100 emergency calls over the space of two and a half hours. That was for things like slips and flooding and falling trees. Uh, Three rescues, that was for things like a a tree on top of a house, out of a car that was stuck in floodwaters. It has just been miserable. Uh, There was advice to stay off the roads this morning, but people did try. Motorways were swamped. Cars that were already laying abandoned from Friday's flooding, again the water came up again and he just saw incredible pictures of of buses trying to get through the floodwaters get through as best as they could all of this comes amid political upheaval in new zealand with the recent resignation of prime minister jacinda ardern her successor chris hipkins blamed climate change for the crisis and warned kiwis to brace themselves for more extreme weather incidents in the months and years ahead last friday was auckland's wettest day since record keeping began with fsn spotlight i'm simon marks
17: Tell your story, and go something like this. Yeah, he was a normal boy, made his forts, played with toys, ran with friends on weekends, went to church, sung the hymns. and one day, while online, he saw some things that messed with his mind. She was mama's little girl, church and family was her world, growing up, never
12: quit, did some things to fit in, wrong place at the wrong time, she tries some things.
17: On the screen, someone's daughter so obscene, chasing thrills, shallow fills, knowing that they're gonna kill
12: two people, two lives, filling up boys with things
17: they hey, I just surprising. need my mind right, mind right. I just wanna take flight, take flight. Tell the devil that I'm gonna fight, gonna fight. Tell the people that I'm gonna rise, gonna rise. I just need my mind right, mind right. I just wanna take flight, take flight Tell the devil that I'm gonna fight, gonna fight Tell the people that I'm gonna rise, gonna rise I just need my mind right She grew up, took a break, met a guy, no mistake He found God, then found her, met her in this little church
12: Forward
17: Listen up again, given to their darkest sin And though they've been forgiven Still they fight those demons
12: Broken desires pull the other way Give us the strength to fight another day
17: Daily struggles, so it seems Wanna shatter hopes and dreams They
12: all say we're human beings Help me reach for higher things Just the
17: right, the joy in my life My family, friends, my children And I, I don't just know why My right, my right, right. My I just wanna take flight, flight. Take flight, tell the devil that I'm gonna fight Gonna fight, tell the people that I'm gonna rise Gonna rise, I just need my mind right, mind right I just wanna take flight Take flight, tell the devil that I'm gonna fight Gonna fight, tell the people that I'm gonna rise Gonna rise, I just need my mind right You know it's hard someday We're not that different anyway Gotta keep believing Don't base life on your feelings So cast your cares on the one Who cares for you And you will see that you and me Will make it through We just need our mind's right, mind's right We just wanna take flight Take flight, tell the devil that we're gonna fight Gonna fight, tell the people that we're gonna rise Gonna rise, we just need our minds right, minds right We just wanna take flight Take flight, tell the devil that we're gonna fight Gonna fight, tell the people that we're gonna rise Gonna rise, we just need our minds right, minds right I just wanna take flight, take flight Tell the devil that I'm gonna fight, gonna fight Tell the people that I'm gonna rise, gonna rise I just want my mind right
10: Look at Romans eight twenty eight. Just a simple verse with a lot of meaning behind it. And we know that all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Some other translations say, For all, all things work together for good to those who love God, who are that in all things works together, and those who love him to bring about what is good. Romans eight twenty eight. Simply, everything works together for God's good if we follow him and love him. A lot of times, we get caught up in what the world thinks of us and not what God says we are. We fall short of God's glory and we don't think about what he does in our lives. He forgives us more than life itself allows us to be forgiven. He has created a purpose for everybody within his or her life. And we may not know what that purpose is, but you do. And there's times where that devil gets right up in that mess. And he continues to belittle us and bring us down to where we just felt inadequate. And we're very low. Low self-esteem. that is something that a lot of people struggle with. Everybody has a purpose on this earth. Whether or not you see that purpose, you are gifted in something. Some of us are entrepreneurs. Some of us are teachers. We're prophesied evangelists. Maybe we're a good listener. We're a good friend of somebody. Those are ways that we can fulfill God's purpose in our lives. We may not see it that way. But that's how God sees us. God knows it all. He knows when we're hurting. He knows when our struggles are just so deep. Sometimes we need to take a step back and realize our value. No matter what side of the spectrum you're on, you are worth something. We have people who are constantly put down for life choices. They have made in the past, and they are put on their narcissistic for that. Example of this would be someone who has been incarcerated or in prison or jail. That individual, when they come out into society, they're often belittled. Because it's hard for them to function in society, because all they know. But a lot of times, they can be incarcerated and come out with a degree, or be a believer in Christ... And they will use that for the good that God has called them to do. We have other people who are considered among the lowest. They're also looked down upon because of the way that they live. But they could be some really good people. Jada's got to find somebody that's going to love them who they are. And so you have people who look raggedy. They look dirty. Maybe they look unclean. But once they get all cleaned up, they are probably some of the most amazing people, and they look better than what they appear. A lot of people say appearance is everything. Appearance should not be everything. We are all called to fulfill God's purpose in our lives, no matter what we look like. We all come from different walks of life. Everybody listening in, you are forever you chiming in on. You know that you are worth something. But it just takes that courage to step out of your comfort zone. And realize how much value you have in the world around you. Jeremiah 29, 11 says. For I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord. The Lord has a plan for everybody. These verses are identical. Where they talk about a purpose God has for us. A lot of times our purpose is simple. But we overlook the purpose because we have everyone saying we're not good enough, we're inadequate. But you can get through it. You will survive. God knows all. You can be doing the best you can be and still fall short of God's glory. You may think that you're doing the best you can and not until that periole gates when you get there and your name's not in the book. With are naming that, it, it ain't probably on a fiber furnace, so you're going to go there. But in reality, everyone had an opportunity to enter that pearly gates into paradise by accepting Jesus into our lives. Not all of us have accepted Jesus into our lives, which that's okay too. You may never, in your 30 plus years, accept Jesus into your life, or how old you are, however old you are, you can be seven years old and never accept Jesus into your life and that's okay. You can be eighty and all of a sudden you want Jesus into your life. And he has a purpose for you too. He has a purpose for the little biddies up to the oldest eldest in the world. There's a lot of biblical scholars out there who are walking right next to us that probably feel they're not good enough for God's glory. And they feel they don't have a purpose. Once you figure out what your purpose is on earth, go with that flow of that purpose and figure it out. Maybe your purpose is being kind to everyone you meet. Now that's a hard one to do if you want to be kind to everyone you meet. Because some people will give you the ugliest attitude, but you still gotta treat with kindness. Treat everyone with kindness. It takes a while to treat everyone with kindness. We all do it. We all have that one person in life who you just cannot stand to be around. person that gets on a nerves wherever they do and it just drives you insane. Sometimes if we know that all things work together for good for those who have been called according to his purpose and you know Jesus has a plan for you why do we fight the urge every time? We fight it. Sometimes we just need to know that no, we love you. We are there through thick and thin. Sometimes we just need that special person to show us the way. To let us know what our purpose is. You, Everyone has a purpose. Sometimes thinking of what your purpose is, is a struggle. So I challenge you this week to write down everything you're good at. Figure it out, what God's calling you to do. Write down everything that you like about yourself. Everybody's beautiful in the only unique way. You can take start a gratitude list of what you want to fulfill in your life. A bucket list. And you will see. Maybe you want to take a career amplitude test or personality test, and it will tell you. I know for me, every test that I took through high school and college. And all, every answer came back as teaching of some sort. Teaching everybody. That's the struggle myself, being a teacher. Being a teacher has ups and downs. I'm not a teacher, but my career test, always came back as I could be a teacher to somebody. And so, there's good in every day. Each one of you are good at something. It just takes the time and energy to figure that out. Of what you're good at. Sometimes. It's taking the first step. In figuring out. Why do you feel you're inadequate. Is it an individual. Or a person. That you're struggling with. Or identity crisis. Who knows. But you all have a purpose on this earth. Once again Romans 8.28 It says. For we know that all things God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose. God has a purpose for each and every one of you. I challenge you to write down everything positive in your life right now. Everything you like about yourself. Nothing negative. And see what you come up with. You cannot say one thing negative about yourself all week. Could you do it? Most of you could. I believe that you can. You all could write down something positive about yourself every day. Write down what you want to do. Positive attributes. Something positive about yourself. It could be, every once in a while you hear me we say at the end of my podcast, positive affirmations. Simple as you are smart. You are powerful. You are a child of God. Take care. And
11: have a wonderful day. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heaven. Son and